From feathers to flowers. From foliage to fire. One must imagine Sisyphus happy. Wait a minute. Wasn't Sisyphus that guy who was banished to the underworld and had to push a goddamn rock up the hill and then go back down after it and get it forever until the end of time? Why the heck would he be happy? Quite, quite simply, the answer is... He has to be. Let me explain. Let's say you're depressed. I mean, really depressed. You basically have two choices, right? Uh, the permanent solution to a temporary problem, or... You gotta get over it eventually. There's really not that much in between. I suppose you could just not get over it and live the rest of your life in misery, but... Who is that helping exactly? That's like a non-permanent solution to a permanent problem. In other words, once we realize that life's absurd, we just have to move on, live our lives. We know the game, we know how to play it, so, so play it. Albert Camus says that his favorite part of the myth is when Sisyphus has to go back down and get the rock, right? He's descending back down the hill. This is where Sisyphus gets sarcastic, right? He's all like, fuck this rock! What the hell am I doing? Fuck it! In this moment, Sisyphus becomes a funny character. He's comic. Before that, he was all broad and straight and like, Oh, I gotta get this walk up the hill! And he's just like, Eh, what you gonna do? The rock's the only thing I got, so let's roll. In fact, this whole thing is really a myth exactly as much as it is a movie. In order to identify with Sisyphus, we have to imagine him, really see him. Our lives are composed of images, not words. Memories are images. And we only know that they're memories because we know that they're not happening to us right now. We understand this concept of time. Relations between past, present, and future, right? It, is it all an illusion? Sure, maybe, but who the fuck cares? Our ability to understand these temporal relations allows us to shape our personal identities. How do you write your own life? If you had to write an autobiography, what would you choose? What parts would you keep in? What parts would you leave out? If we didn't have memories, could we make sense of our lives at all? I don't think so. In fact, I don't even think we'd know that there was anything to make sense of at all. How could we learn from past experiences? How could we plan for the future? I, I used to think I knew who I was. I've always thought that my life was interesting, that I was interesting as a person. I still do, but now I'm not really so sure of things anymore. Have you ever had somebody take your picture and it's like one of those really awkward times where they take forever to take the picture and they tell you to smile and you're just kind of like awkwardly turning up your mouth and trying to forge a smile, but you know it looks super fake? Well, yesterday my friend told me that that's how I live my life most of the time. Yeah, pretty heavy. It sounds harsh, but it's probably what I needed to hear right now. You're always posed, she said. In these moments, when I know you're genuine, 
You're looking at me. We're having a conversation. You're relaxed. You're fine. At first I was confused. Hurt a little bit. Then I started thinking about it. In these past few months, sometimes I've thought to myself, am I genuinely crying or am I playing the role of somebody who's crying? Uh, are you angry or pretending to be angry? Are you happy or pretending to be happy? Am I posing right now? Probably. When I was a kid, I used to imagine that I was in my own movie. over. I made it end. So what now? Allow me to introduce myself. My name is Mallory and I just broke up with my husband of 12 years. In a certain way, I feel like this was the worst decision I've ever made in my life. On the other hand, I couldn't feel better. Sacrificial show. Hey.